0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation.
1: This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today we have singer-songwriter Andrew Janakis. We talked to Andrew about how he ended up on The Voice and the life changing advice he got from Adam Levine, and how a video of him singing Gone Too Soon in the Kitchen went viral on TikTok and became his first single. But first, Eric, let's chat a little bit. We had a big weekend, big weekend this weekend. Yeah. You went to Luke. How was Luke? I heard it was amazing, man.
3: Yeah, Luke Combs never disappoints. Great seeing, hanging out with that camp. Also, seeing a good friend of our show, Travis Denning, out there, finally getting to perform a song after a few.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we talked about
3: that. Yeah, that was really funny. He came off stage, and if if you remember on our our episode, he was like he was like I'm gonna be so out of shape when I get back out there. And I was like, man, you're still looking a little little hefty, little husky, <laughs> and out of breath being out here that's in Colorado. Great. Especially,
2: I was just gonna say that, especially yeah. altitude wise. Yeah, no mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I loved how you saw you saw G like front row, just freaking out. when uh, she was. I don't know whose shoulder she was on for it 45 the- minutes, but
3: <laughs> she was losing her mind.
2: Yeah, I heard he put on one heck of a show. He always does, but I think it's brilliant to have him on Thursday because a lot of people wanted to see him, so they bought three-day passes. You know? Definitely
3: set the tone for the weekend. And obviously, I left, and then you come in. So. Yeah,
2: so then I came into Country Jam.
3: Thank God, because I, I was taking too many pictures with all the ladies and stuff.
2: And... <laughs> too many <laughs> podcast fans out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I came in. I saw Toby Keith's Friday and then Carrie Underwood's Saturday. Toby Keith, I mean, that man just has so many hits and so many sing-alongs, and I mean, he did great. It was a great show, but I was thoroughly impressed with Carrie Underwood. I, uh, like, listen, we all know she's crazy talented. Like, we know this, you know, like, but I wasn't too excited for her concerts because it was, she has low energy music. She does. She has yeah. low energy, kind of loves songs, but man, her vocal performance was one of the best I've ever seen. It was mm-hmm. truly incredible. Like, the crowd, after every, like, solo, you know, she or whatever high she'd like hold a note like the crowd would just go nuts clapping like it was it was very impressive i'd never seen her live so it yeah. was very impressive and i, I
3: was kind of bummed leaving early because i uh one of my buddy our buddy hardy he played on friday night with yeah. right before toby and i've seen him before and he his energy and his shows are incredible it's like a rock show you haven't seen him i don't think live
2: right that was my first time yeah
3: yeah so i was i wanted to see your impressions on him and then obviously uh saturday night parker McCollum and Kit Moore performed and yep. those two go hard. Very interesting to set those two setting the tone for Carrie Underwood.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was agreed. I, I definitely Hardy, Hardy's like a rock show. Like Hardy mm. is like full-on rock show. Even his music, in a sense, is kind yeah. of more rock than country. So he was really good. Uh, You know who else got, energy-wise, was pretty wild? Uh, Craig Morgan. He climbed. I saw he hopped into the stands, and that's not like him. He hopped in the stands, and he climbed all the way up almost, the scaffolding. He climbed the scaffolding
3: and was singing while on the scaffolding. Last person I saw do that was Jared Leto.
2: (laughs) Jared Leto. (laughs) He went, like,
3: about 80 feet up in the air, didn't miss a beat.
2: It was impressive. So it's cool. And then, obviously, Park McCollum and... um, Kit crushed it.
3: Did you happen to catch Hardy out at Cadillac Ranch playing cornhole? No. Yeah, he went out there and was playing cornhole before it set on no, Friday. No, and I
2: was. Oh, I'd say I didn't go to Cadillac Ranch Friday. Damn, I went. I went Friday night after party. That place is. Oh, nuts, I bet. But I didn't go before. Yeah, yeah. Cadillac Ranch. If you've never been to Country Jam, guys, it's like a dance floor in the middle of the campgrounds, and it goes off. It's an after hours club. It's like, cause it's literally on the way back to the campsites from the concert. So everybody goes there and it's just insane. Just insane. There's a lot of fun. Country jam's a good time. If you've never been. Yeah.
3: Also, uh, I guess there's a few other things to talk about that are relevant this week. What are your thoughts on all this PPP stuff coming out in <laughs> bachelor nation? <laughs> oh man. I know. I saw that. Like it happened like over the weekend, right? I think it kind of, people started, I think it came out pretty much yesterday. Or Was it just yesterday? Or yeah. Hitting TMZ and everything. And, I get some of it. Like Colton, I know, like, you know, yeah, he, he, he supports a foundation. He's not in the wrong, but it's like Tasha hiring an assistant with the money. Mm-hmm. And, Ari and Lauren. Yeah, I mean, Ari didn't need it.
2: Oh, they bought a second home during quarantine. Are we going to see that you took out your 20K? No. I Good. Yeah, no, I did not. And it's funny because we talked about it. I remember I was talking about it. Because I remember I was
3: talking about it early, and I was like, you know, you, you could apply for this. It's, and it it's was available. even to the point
2: where we did lose a lot of money in quarantine. Like, we, you know, we were traveling DJing. Well, and me, live
3: events with athletes and autograph signings and just yeah, everything. Yeah, and
2: I mean, because you broke it down one day. You're like, how many shows do you think we've lost out on? Like, dude, over 100 shows, probably, mm-hmm. DJing-wise. I could have probably i at the time you included knew more people who basically lost their jobs like you lost your job basically like your jobs were live you know yeah.
3: i went went 13 months without a check basically the reason why i found out and got very knowledgeable about it because like all my friends in the touring industry like the musicians the artists the Mm -hmm. you know everyone was going without it and it's now you see like people taking advantage of it
2: and Mm -hmm. That's what's like, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I didn't do it because I was like, you know what? I, ha- I know more friends who have lost their job than have jobs right now. And I'm one of the lucky ones who can still make a living. So I'm like, I I just didn't feel right. Like it just, yeah, it didn't feel right.
3: Even if you lost like influencer deals or social media deals, like the one or two you'd have a month, like.
2: Could get me through not traveling. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it, it still covered everything that mm-hmm. people weren't getting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And don't get me wrong that it did. It did kind of die down. Like, I I mean, kind of. But, because I was still, a lot of, you know, obviously Instagram was still very heavily, I mean, everybody was Mm -hmm. on Instagram and on social media. That
3: was the only way to market
2: Mm -hmm. for brands. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's a little frustrating to see, especially the names that we're seeing right now are mm -hmm. very successful people in in Bachelor Nation. Like, we're not seeing, like, people, you know, who, like, didn't get much screen time or whatever, don't have a huge following. Like, these people have very large followings. But, yeah, it's a little frustrating to see. But at the same time, they didn't break any rules, they didn't break any laws, they found the loophole and it sucks, it's fucked up. But, Obviously we needed like better, like, I don't know the way to put it, not laws, but like we need to figure out a way if this ever happens again, like not have,
3: yeah, you know, cause Delta like, strain, stay away. <laughs> yeah, 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 Exactly. So <laughs> should we get into any BIP rumors, spoilers? I mean, I don't know. Cause I don't want to spoil anybody. I don't want to, I don't want to take the reality Steve route. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I'm actually excited to actually, I love paradise i i've never really watched one until mine no that's not true
3: even though my favorite season ever was watching you just go down in (laughs) flames kicked (laughs) in the dick
2: for (laughs) 10 hours a day i mean i guess we can say this 40 people hit the hit the beach which is an insane amount i want to say only like 20 some maybe 30 hit on my season so a lot of people in and out interesting couples rumors out there yeah yeah and and we're just going to hear more soon but it's going to be interesting
3: to see some road dogs going down (laughs)
2: <laughs> maybe we don't know maybe yeah, I don't don't know. Know. Okay. we've heard a lot it's gonna be uh, interesting i mean that starts in a month so that'll be fun that's to crazy paradise be fun to recap yep and then uh yeah fourth of
3: july weekend coming up what are your plans boys pumped so we honestly didn't have any, any plans. nothing until four days ago
2: four days ago all of a sudden <laughs> we got booked The play up at lake of the ozarks baby we'll be up at the lake and we're doing full-
3: two shows if you guys are in that area Missouri, Nebraska, come far and wide. Come out. It's gonna be a blast. Post about it
2: today. We're playing a afternoon set.
3: At Backwater Jacks from two to four. Yep. That night. Be at a Shady Gator from ten to midnight, which I hear is wild.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be so fun. And it's gonna be fourth of July weekend. I'm pumped. I've never been to Lake You've never been either, right? I've never been to Ozarks. Yeah. Lake of the Ozarks, baby. It's gonna be so fun. Never been. Um, so that's gonna be a blast. I'm so, I'm so looking forward to this weekend. It's gonna be a good one. So,
3: yeah. So yeah. Eddie's going to be loving us when Blake has his Monday voice.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be. Next week. No, come yeah. on, don't yell too much. Kind <laughs> of just be two and, shows? And the, the thing that's the worst is we typically record the commercials, uh, on, on Monday. So <laughs> to do that on Friday or Saturday before, <laughs> Let's do it on. before you go, because if you do them on Monday, then by Thursday, the episode sounds all right. But you're like, my God, my God. Yeah, I you. yeah.
3: let me tell you about what gets me through my traveling trips.
2: You know, I'll be sure to bring, yeah. we'll bring all our gear up to Lake of the Ozarks, maybe film it Friday before I, before we get out on the, yeah. on the stage Saturday. So what are you doing for fourth
1: Eddie? You doing anything? I, I'm probably going to stay around here. I just got back literally five minutes before we recorded this show, uh, from DC, uh, went up in search of immorality because I live in Virginia, which is the Bible belt. And I love that. Everything <laughs> fun is illegal here. So I, uh, I drove up to DC and met up with a buddy and, uh, there's a great MGM casino there. And uh, so we gambled all day and, um, dude, I made, uh, I made some pretty good money. Did you? Oh, hell yeah. I, I, a streak yeah i doubled up i
3: normally eddie plays very scared at a table it's pretty easy to bully him
1: oh <laughs> you'll love this though i bullied a bully and crushed him wiped him out he went all in against me and then i acted all coy like oh man sorry i got four sixes <laughs> and so and you, you got him on the flop right I, I flopped. That's them. crazy. Oh, that's awesome. That's
3: the best when you could slow roll quads. I know.
1: I had I had a pair of sixes in my hand, and then the flop was six something six. And so I bet, of course, $6. Nice little conservative bet. And everybody called me, and then it ended up, the board uh, ended up having a straight draw, and I knew this guy had it. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I'd bet a little just so I didn't look stupid so I bet like 10 bucks and he called all in oh, and you were and just like I got him I hesitated <laughs> like I was scared and I was like I'll call and then he flipped the flat the straight and was like standing up like ha ha and I oh I've just got Four of them. <laughs> uh, and it was fun, dude. That made my my heart was pounding. Once you see those those four, you're like, dude, nobody ever gets no, four, four no. kind of a kind. So that was like a four hundred dollar pot. There you go, that I, uh, man, that I took. So
3: nice. Well, good. Did Are that you? did that contribute to more immorality? I know because I was still <laughs> I love in Virginia.
1: That. <laughs> I was still in Virginia. We were in Alexandria, and apparently, for uh, actual contact with your nudity you got to go to maryland and that's another thing. Oh. i'm going
2: to write i just wrote it down that's a country song search for immorality that's a country song right now
3: i just
1: wrote it down so is contact with nudity search for immorality oh. i'll just be Hanging around uh, the beach by myself.
3: It's not too bad. It could be worse, I guess. Everyone meet Eddie Haskell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is him in rare form. (laughs) I tried to keep it until, yeah, I mean, why'd you ask? I'll say, now we got to put that E on
2: there for sure. (laughs) And now, yeah, he was warning
3: us about, like, (laughs) boys, we didn't cuss at all on this one.
1: Yeah, we listened to the Andrew Janakas episode after we recorded. I was like, guys, we're not going to have to put an explicit tag on this one unless you screw it up in the intro. Fuck that up. (laughs) It's going to have an E on it now. Well, fuck Uh, shit, (laughs) gosh. (laughs) Come on. I mean, if we're going, let's go big, right?
3: Oh, man. That's funny. (laughs) Oh, Oh, cool.
1: But yes, happy uh, 4th of July and safe travels. Yep. Everyone be
3: safe out there. Have fun. Yeah, have a safe 4th of July out there. Be responsible. Don't go searching for immorality.
2: (laughs) let it come to you
3: if you do (laughs) and if you are looking for that come to the ozarks this weekend
1: (laughs) it's gonna be a fun weekend lots of 20 dollar bills like i'll have a wallet full of 20s on monday (laughs) oh man
2: (laughs) okay and with that with that uh and now good night everybody (laughs) uh
1: now our
2: conversation with andrew janakis coming up behind the rows. Andrew Janakis. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, congrats on all the success lately, man. It's been a big year for you, man.
0: You know, man, it's, it's like still honestly kind of overwhelming, but it's something that, you know, it happens so fast. You just got to continue to try to take the punches and just roll with everything. And that's kind of where I'm at now, um, playing some shows and just trying to get out there as much as possible.
2: You really did kind of, basically, you blew up, in quarantine so it's kind of a unique i guess story or career path if you will what was that like like because you couldn't a lot of people you know they blow up or they have their song go number one or whatever it is and then they can go out and sing it in front of people and you couldn't do that so like was how frustrating was that for you
0: honestly that was like and it's still kind of a frustrating part i wouldn't say like too much because you know some stuff is opening up Mm -hmm. but um it was it was really hard to figure out what to do with that momentum that we were getting. Um, you know, like you said, because most times you could have a moment like that and you could be like, all right, well, hey, I'm going to put on some shows. Y'all sell these tickets and who knows what would happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we could just continue to put it out on social media and, and do that. And, you know, I've honestly, I can say it and I'm going to, I feel terrible having to say it, but I've been slacking man on my socials, but I've just been so busy with everything else in the music industry, writing and radio and just meeting so many new people that, uh, that I'm just kind of like wrapping my head around how everything works. So I wouldn't say I was taking a break, but I was like, just trying to juggle all that at one time, being a new thing was, it's kind of difficult. So, uh, I've been walking on my socials, man, but I've been wanting to, I've been actually filming stuff the past couple of weeks for some content and whatnot. So yeah, that's excited. good excited because it's kind of kind of pretty cool you more or less
2: kind of did blow up uh on tiktok like that was the whole thing your, your song gone too soon first of all before we get into the whole tiktok thing that song man what, what did you write that in
0: quarantine like, oh so we wrote, that, we wrote that literally right before everything happened so we wrote that in january and then like february march is when everything started kind of happening yeah. um so it was Right before, but we actually had another. We had another writers' retreat in April or May, something like that. A couple months later, and um, we uh, we had some guys come out and, and did it again. But it was the it was crazy, man. <laughs> yeah,
2: what was the process like for writing that song? Like, did it come quickly, or did it? Was it like something you had kind
0: of in the notebook for a while? No, man. We just, we were in that room for probably six and a half, seven hours. It was a it was a, a heavy day. But at the end of it, when we were done with it, we were just like, all right, there's something special about this song. We'll be right and back. And we just sat on it for the longest time and finally kind of just like, all right, I'm going to cut it. Like, I'm just going to release it. Why not? And, um, you know, I wasn't meaning to go viral. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody so, ever really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just putting out content for my followers to try to connect to. And I was just lucky enough to have them connect to a song, but man, it was, it, it's incredible to have the support that I've had and still continue to have from my followers, man. I owe everything to them because without them, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys today. Like it's pretty crazy. It's very, very grounding and very humbling thing, man. It, it's just, it's nuts. Like yeah, it's, it's crazy. Things taken years. Took a couple months and it's yeah, just
3: just blessed, man. Yeah, and you had mentioned that you had been having some shows come back recently. How they've gone since have these been your first shows out of quarantine, like this June run you went on.
0: Yeah, these have been like and most of them have just been acoustic. Um, we've got some full band stuff coming up, but it's you know, it's it's crazy to go to these different cities and have a couple hundred people come out to a city that I've never been to. And I've only been doing this for two and a half, three years now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's it's very humbling for that to happen. And not only that, but have two, three, four hundred people come out and just about everybody sing every word to that song. I was song. just going
2: to say, that's got to be a cool feeling.
0: And not only that song, but like the, the EP and the EP before I even signed, my first EP before I even signed, you know, for them to know all those songs, it's like, what? Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> it's gotta be, it's gotta be an incredible feeling, man. Yeah,
0: It's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I man, I try not to like cry on stage.
2: <laughs> Nobody would blame you though, man. Yeah. I would probably tear up on stage if somebody was singing like words that you created, you know, and like a song that you created, it's gonna be a cool feeling.
3: Especially coming out after what all of us just went through.
0: Yeah. Man. And especially, you know, having people come up and ask for autographs and pictures and it's like, it's still weird for me, <laughs> but uh, but it like, you know, so many people meet me and they're like, oh my gosh, you're so you're so sweet and you're so humble. And I'm like, well, I kinda have to be, man. Like <laughs> I owe y'all ever like of course I'll take I would spend two hours taking pictures with him if I
3: Yep. i love hearing that and i hate hearing that because i have to deal with that with blake and i'm like dude it's okay to say no let's go bro <laughs> and i'm like no like, i'm gonna but, take every but blake, photo but blake will sit there for like an hour and a half after a show just taking pictures with everyone yeah. but it, you got to do that you got to show love where love is shown yeah because they show love to you guys
2: i mean we're able to do what we love because of them mm-hmm.
0: you know <laughs> not many people can say that yeah you don't you don't work a day in your life if you're doing what you love yeah I and mean, Man, I get to I get to write music every single day, perform on the weekends, and have people sing my music back to me. It don't get much better than that, man. And get paid to do it, Come on. Yeah, right? <laughs> and hang out with your buddies, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, yeah. Said, yeah.
2: So you you mentioned you know how you you know you write your own songs and everything. What is your songwriting process, and has that always come pretty naturally to you?
0: Oh man, I wouldn't say it came naturally. Um, I think it kind of flows a little bit differently now. But I didn't really start writing until I was 25. Oh, okay. So about, about two years ago. Um, my EP, <laughs> my first EP with um, like She Ain't Gone, Stick Around, Walking Shoes. Uh, those were the, so the, like the first songs that I've written. Besides Southern Skies on that EP was the actual first song that I'd ever written. And then Stick Around, She Ain't Gone, and whatever the other one on there is, I think that's those are the only three that I that I wrote. The other two were pitched to me. Gotcha. But uh yeah, man, you know, it's it's definitely opened up so many doors that I didn't because I didn't know that I was a musician. You know, I'd love to sing, but I didn't think that this would be like an opportunity that I got to have to do it as a job. Mm-hmm. So I'm out three, four times a week and writing music and I'll have conversations with people and it it almost like you look so rude, but you almost like in the middle of it, you hear something, you get out your phone and you jot it down. Then you're like, is everything okay? It's like, yeah, yeah. I just heard, no, I heard something. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to steal that line you just had and make millions of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was with a buddy last night and we were hanging out and you know, I heard when the whiskey runs out and I wrote it down and I think we should write that today. That's not how that happened. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but you know, it, it happens that, like that. like everywhere that I go, even when I'm at home, like talking to my wife we will be talking, and I'll take my phone out and she'll say something, and I'll just like jot it down real quick. And she's like, "You just heard of a song, didn't you? And I'm like, I do." It. <laughs> we'll be right back.
2: What would you say your like inspirations are when it comes to music you know like what did you grow up kind of listening to and whatnot
0: man i grew up i grew up listening to a a lot of different stuff i mean rock country rap i mean it just depended on like the day that i was on honestly or who i was with but you know my dad and i would listen to everything from country to rock all the way to like leonard skinner the eagles journey like all, all the like Good rock, Mm -hmm. and but country man, I I really like grew up on on country. I was I listened to that more than probably anything. But you know Brad Paisley, Keith Urban, Keith Whitley, Dirks Bentley, Billy Currington, Blake Shelton. I mean all all the guys, Jason Aldean, and you know some some of the older guys too. I really that was probably like my main focus of guy. But I again man, I never thought that I would be able to like do this or like. Do what they do. Mm-hmm. You really
2: started, I guess, probably. I would say the voice, right? Is that when you were like, wait, maybe I could do this for a living? Is that kind of how that
0: worked? Yeah. So when I got off the voice and I got, when I got home, I was like, okay, well, I had like a little bit more confidence in myself because the voice was the first time my blind audition was the first time I ever sang on a stage in a No way. Wow. So I was terrible. And, but you know, it gave me that confidence boost to go, well, maybe I am good enough to do this and uh, maybe i could pursue music and i had the option that every person that comes off one of those shows has you either you take that little bit of momentum that you got and you just freaking run with it and you don't look back at all and you just every everything that you make goes back into music and you're broke as hell for a long time but one day something like you never know when it's going to happen
2: like one day your your wife's gonna film you cooking, singing, bust <laughs> on TikTok, <laughs> and it's gonna blow up,
0: you know? It blows up, you know? Yeah. Um, but don't go off that. But <laughs> <laughs> don't try that at home. But <laughs> yeah, man, you know, it's it's a grind. Like it, it's still a grind, man. Like I feel, and I don't wanna say like I feel like people feel this about me, but you know. I feel like some people are probably like, Oh, well, he, he signed, they signed a record deal. Like they don't have to work as hard now. It's like, no, you got to work. Hard oh
3: yeah. Now. Like it's true. Very true.
0: Before you're independent, you've got a team of like three, four, five people. You sign that piece of paper, you got a team of like 60. And it's a very you know, good point. yeah, man, you know, you just have to, you have to work even harder to keep every, and you know, you don't have to keep everybody on your team happy, but I look at my team as family and if your family's happy, then you're doing well. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, man, you know, it's a lot to, it's a lot to think about. And that's why I said it like a bit ago, like it's been hard to juggle everything, keep up with social media while writing, while performing, while going out of town on the weekends and, and having a five-year-old too, man, like putting that in the midst of it. It's just like, he hates it. I I don't want to say he hates it because he loves it. Right. you know when Friday comes around and he sees me packing a bag because he knows I'm gonna be gone till Sunday or Monday. He's like, "Do you really have to leave? Like, please, Daddy, stay, stay this weekend."
2: I'm like, "That'd be so hard.
0: Oh my God, <laughs> that'd be hard." And then you know I'm driving to the airport, bawling my freaking eyes out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs>
2: totally, dude. Totally. I can't imagine that'd be so yeah. hard to leave. But he's the reason that I do everything. Mm-hmm. Great motivation. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk a little bit more about The Voice. How did you get on The Voice? I think I read somewhere that it was like they saw you on like one of your socials. Like socials played a big part in your career.
0: Like there's like a theme throughout your career. So yeah, man, I was, I was already like talking to my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. We were talking and we were just like, she was like, you know, you should try out for one of these shows, like American Idol or America's Got Talent, something like that. And maybe two weeks later, the voice sent me an email and they were like, Hey, this is, I'm a scout. Um, We'd love to give you an audition in Atlanta. We'd love, or we'd love for you to audition in Atlanta while we're there. And um, so I went, I auditioned and, you know, it it happened like everything else. You know, you go through the stages of doing these auditions and you have to go through executives and all these different things. But, um, you know, you meet so many different people and so many different musicians. It's, It's a really cool opportunity a few months before that I had started posting like just acoustic covers and me singing and, and playing. And, uh, that's what got their attention. They were like, Hey, we've seen these, we love your sound. We'd love for you to audition in Atlanta. And it kind of started there and made it lives, you know, yeah. and Adam came up to me when I got eliminated and, uh, he's man, he's part of the reason that I, that I really pursued it heavy. And, he came up to me and it's, I don't know if it's like on camera. you can't hear our audio, but we're like saying bye on stage. And he dabs me up and he's like, move to Nashville. And I promise you, you will sign a record deal within like six months, man. He's like, there's no way you won't. Wow. And I was just like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I was home the next day in Georgia by 11 AM and that's when I had the choice. I was like, all right, I either go back to the regular nine to five, which I hated or back to serving tables or bartending. And I didn't hate doing that. I love doing that, honestly. But, um, I was like, nah, man, I don't want to do that. We're going to, we're going to see what we can do. Got with the right people, started writing music. One of my best friends now, Alex Pennington Smith. Um, he wrote my first EP with me and, uh, I just never never looked back, man. I, I love, That's pretty cool. Uh, and you know, my, my wife plays a huge huge role in the like all of my socials before every before I sign, you know, she's not too involved with it now. She still is a little bit. But um we had this team, man, and we were just able to to do some incredible things and I'm extremely blessed, man. Like there's there's no words for it ever it's truly um, like uh, it's
2: unbelievable no oh, man that's it's pretty cool you guys seem like you got a good team around you yeah. and everything man and it's so cool like you can actually almost almost pinpoint the moment where it was like do i do this yeah. or do i don't you know do i not and then it's pretty cool that adam had a big and like, it's crazy it's crazy like
3: for those that are are listening adam is adam levine like, yeah. like <laughs> it's not just an adam <laughs> off the streets yeah. like it's not just a random
0: adam yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: I yeah. might have heard of him <laughs> yeah. and his group, Maroon yeah. 5, but
0: yeah. <laughs> He's probably sure. Yeah, yeah. You, should check, you should look him up. <laughs> yeah. sure looking up Adam Levine on YouTube. Right? <laughs> yeah. Google him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, obviously, that moment helped you. But just that that whole experience on The Voice gave you kind of a confidence, more or less, to really pursue, I guess, this career.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, it, it made me go maybe I can, maybe I'm good enough to, to do this.
3: And it's like, you at that time. You're still, you, I mean, you're still young enough. It's like, give it a shot. YOLO. Right. You only live once. Like go for it.
0: YOLO. Like I'm 28 in September and I was like, man, if I don't do it now, yeah, you're going to regret it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lose whatever opportunity there is to come, which I found my opportunity. And, um, you know, now we just got to continue yeah, roll with it. Mm-hmm.
2: It's it's so cool to hear because it's kind of a theme we've had, you know, a lot of other musicians on as well. Like, you're a very talented man. Like, you know, you're like you said, you're like, I knew I could sing, but I didn't know, you know, like if I could do it for a living. And that is a theme. Like a lot of people, even though they're so supremely talented, they still need that little nudge or that little confidence boost. So like listeners, remember that back home. If you don't think you like, you need that little confidence boost, you know, something small can completely change your life. No matter how talented you think you are, you aren't. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: And the biggest thing also is manifestation speaking things into existence yep. which is manifestation but actually speaking it into existence and saying it out loud in front of people when i first got off the voice i went up to my my band that i had back home and i was like i'm gonna sign a record deal within three years y'all watch it and they were all like okay okay <laughs> <laughs> i was like dude, i was like I'm, i don't know how it's gonna happen i said like, but i'll sign a record deal in three years i'll move to nashville in two and we signed a record deal within a year and a half. Wow. Man, even if I wouldn't have had that moment on TikTok, that wouldn't like I, again, man. I wasn't trying to go viral. I was just right. putting content. I would have done, I, I'd have put another 45 50 videos up and we can t- we'd still be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But god, man, it, it really it's pretty crazy how everything kind of happens in the God works in the, the complete mysterious ways, man. And there is no power on earth that could have done what it's done for my life and my family's other than this, man, for sure.
2: I love that you mentioned manifestation because I, I'm a believer in that as well. Like put it out in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Huge believer in that. So that's pretty cool that you think that like played a part into in in your career and everything and your success and time timing is everything, man. When it's the right time, it'll happen. You just
3: got to be patient.
0: If you put it into your head and you say that you can do it, not, not like, not if or how, but when, and just do it. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. we're going to do this. It's not, oh, if we do it like this, it's like, no, we're going to do it. You put it in your brain that way, man. And don't let anything stand in your way. Don't let like, people are going to get pissed. There's going to be people who believe in it and don't believe in it. And you just have to roll with the punches. And if you believe in yourself, other people are going to believe in you. Very true. That's how it's going to, that's how it's going to spark.
2: Amen, man. So do you, what do you got coming up? Do you got uh, some new music? I know you got some dates still out there you're going to work on, right?
0: Have, have some dates in July, opening up for Parker McCollum, doing an opening up thing for uh, Lady A in St. Louis. Nice. So super, super stoked for those, man. Have some more stuff coming up. I can't really say too, too much Yeah, I figured uh, that. <laughs> not, uh, about music, but I have been writing a lot. Awesome. So we'll just, we'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Good, man. and I'm pretty sure we'll we'll see you out here in Denver soon yeah we'll uh, see you you'll probably be playing the Grizzly Rose
2: yeah the Grizzly Rose man I mean I'm sure yeah soon we'll see you at the Grizzly Rose for sure at some point
0: absolutely
2: yeah so well yeah man Uh everybody go check out his new EP and go check out Gone Too Soon he's gonna be around for a while this is just beginning man we're excited we're excited yeah. to watch you man and we'll have you on again when you drop another you know we'll keep having you on so I yeah.
0: appreciate guys for having me man it really uh it means a ton for y'all to y'all to jump on and and you know see my vision this early so i appreciate you guys,
2: really. yeah can't wait to be like we had him on our pod years ago i can't wait to be that guy yeah
0: <laughs> and I, and we, we have
3: a great mutual friend between all of us oh boogie tate
0: oh, <laughs> oh boogie. i was just oh, he, he was just boogie called like, me that's
3: why i was like he? yeah he's just <laughs> called me which is kind of weird oh that's great
0: dude go call him back and be like i just had a podcast with janakis yeah
3: <laughs> yeah because i i swear I, I always see like you hanging out with like nate and and rowdy and stuff and, and boogie yeah dude,
0: yeah we, we know we, those guys pretty good love man rowdy's my boy that's my fishing buddy right there. yeah
3: i was just with him uh we we're just together at country jam
0: he, man, he's been, he's been busy. I lost my fishing dude. So if you, if you <laughs> yeah. just, just Rob, we got to go fishing, man.
3: Yeah. He's going to be pretty busy again now, I guess. I mean, playing with Luke Holmes. Uh, that's, yeah.
0: <laughs> Manifestation. We'll be
2: opening up for Luke next year. Come on. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this. We're going to cut that right there and we'll play it Luke, when you are. Luke's
3: going to be doing the stadiums next year, probably. So
2: let's go. <laughs> awesome. And we'll see you opening for Luke here in Denver <laughs> next year. <laughs> Awesome, man. Well, again, thanks for coming on, man. And we can't wait to watch what you do. Appreciate you guys. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose podcast and follow us. You always know when we drop a new episode and give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Behind the Rose.